if you really have extreme dreams, it's almost unrealistic to expect them to support you. The most successful influencers in the world have unspoken strategies to achieve constant success on social media. This podcast, Influencer Secrets, is my attempt at sharing the lessons I've learned from going from zero followers and broke to over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms with multiple six figures in annual income. I also plan to take you guys on my journey of building Asa, my influencer agency. My hope is that you use these lessons to grow your own social media presence. And maybe one day soon, you come work with me at Asa so I can help you turn your social media journey into a lucrative career. I hope you share and enjoy. In today's podcast, I'm going to take you through my entire social media journey unfiltered. I'm going to inform you of some of the mistakes I've made along the way and tell some stories that I've never told before. In order to know how I got to where I am today, we have to go all the way back to high school. If you guys don't know who I am, by the way, my name is Cole Gonzalez, known as Cole World on social media. I have over 6 million followers across all my social media platforms. I've turned it into a lucrative business, do some stuff in business outside of social media in the Web3 space, crypto space. Um, and I'm here to just help you guys get as much value from my experiences and my lessons that I've learned along the way of being a social media influencer. All right, but high school. So I went to modern day high school in California and going into high school, I was a pretty insecure kid. While I had everything that someone would think someone would need to be confident, I was fairly good looking. I was very good at sports. I was a smart student. I had a lot of friends. I always felt like I was just not really who I was. And the reason for that was because For the first couple years of high school, I was really focused on becoming a people pleaser, and I was being the person that I thought everyone wanted me to be. So I played soccer and baseball most of my life. I stopped playing baseball my freshman year, and I carried on playing soccer until my junior year of high school. Now, I was a really good soccer player. I played center back in midfield. I was the captain on both my club team and my soccer team. Our club team was one of the top teams in the nation. Our high school team was pretty good. I mean, if you guys know Modern Day, it's known for their football team, but they have a very good sports program for all sports. I was definitely going to go D1, but when it came to my junior year, I started getting nagging injuries, and I really lost passion for the game. This came as a shock for most of the people around me, and especially my coaches. You can imagine this kid that is a very good student. He's an amazing soccer player, And he has great potential to essentially go to any school he wants to go to as a D1 soccer player. Why would he stop playing? And like I said, the reason I stopped playing is I just lost passion for the game. And I remember that junior year when I was sitting on this red couch in my living room and my club coach was sitting across from me. And that was one of the hardest conversations I had in my life because at that point, I knew that I was letting go of my identity, which was being a soccer player. And I remember the last thing that he said, and I will never forget it. We were talking for hours, and he looked at me in the eyes, and he said, Cole, you're making a huge mistake. And then he stood up, and he left. And that crushed me, and I still remember it to this day. But now that I look back at it, I'm so happy for the people that told me I made a mistake because it fueled who I am today. As a side note, for anyone that's on their social media journey or just their journey in life, if you were trying to do something that's extreme or you're trying to do something that is a dream, a lot of people are going to tell you you're making a mistake. A lot of people will not see your vision. I'll be the first one to tell you that there's going to be no one on this planet that's going to see your future the way that you see it. No one will share the same dream you have. Even if they tell you they do, they can't. So understand that and don't make the mistake I did and have resentment towards people who don't support you. Because anyway, so I ended up stopping soccer And that junior year was really hard for me. Like I said, stepping away from that identity hit me. And what a lot of people would label as depressed, I didn't. Just because I don't believe in giving power to labels. I was in a very bad place. 
Real quick, guys, you already know I don't run ads, and I'm giving away all of my trade secrets on my influencer journey for free. So the one thing I ask of you is if you could please take 10 seconds to leave a review. Even if it's just the tap of a thumb with no words, that's more than enough. The only way this show grows is by word of mouth, and if you're finding value from the podcast, I would really appreciate if you could send it to one of your friends. Imagine how you would feel if they sent you this podcast and it helped you achieve your dreams of becoming a social media influencer. Now that's friendship. All right, back to the show. I would go to school, I would go to the gym, and then I would sit in my bed and I would play video games or I'd go on my phone every single day, all of junior year. And at school, I would put on a front and I would act like I was this, you know, confident person. But deep down, I felt so insecure because everybody thought I was a F up because I decided to stop playing soccer. And I could see it through everyone that talked to me, my family, all of my old friends. It just felt like everybody thought less of me and they did. And then I went to my senior year and that was fine, I guess. And then in my senior year, I started getting a little more social, but I just didn't have any confidence really. I was extremely insecure. Now, fast forward, I graduated from high school, went into summer. And then I remember getting this phone call from one of my good friends. I still am friends with now, Chris Berry. Chris Berry is an entrepreneur now. He's a leader. He's an amazing person. And he told me on that call, hey, I have this huge opportunity for you. So that opportunity ended up being my first job at Cutco. And at Cutco, I learned most of the negotiation skills. And if you guys don't know what Cutco is, it's a multi-level marketing company where they recruit young adults to sell knives. It's like a door-to-door sales business. And in that job, I got my confidence. I learned how to sell. I learned how to talk to people. I learned that I can actually accomplish things again. And that is something that I hadn't been able to do, at least it felt like, in so long ever since I stopped playing soccer. And I started to associate my identity with an entrepreneur, someone who can accomplish, someone who's willing to work hard. I was working 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. at that job, just going door-to-door selling knives. And I ended up being one of the top reps in the nation. But man, am I grateful for my two managers that, I had there, Chris Gehring and Kenneth Esquivel. Those were essentially my first two mentors. And I still talk to Chris a lot, and I still talk to Kenneth here and there. And I'm forever grateful. And let's take this as a side note to say, along your way, along your journey of being a social media influencer or anything else you do in life, mentors are so important. You're going to need to learn from people, especially those who have already done it. And oftentimes you'll find that there's experienced people that have been in the game for longer than you that want to help you. Someone like me who actually wants to help you guys do really well. And I think a common misconception about mentors is that you have them your whole life because I've had multiple stages of mentors and that's just part of the growing process. You're never going to have just one mentor. I ended up doing extremely well the summer after I graduated high school, but then after that, it was time to go to college and I was not happy about it. The reason I wasn't happy about it is because after being so insecure and not knowing what I want to do with my life for so long, I finally figured it out. I was making a ton of money at this job. I was killing it. I was happy. I was confident. I felt like I had it all again. But then my parents really wanted me to go to college. And having a dad who was the first person in his family to go to college and having a mom who's a teacher, you could see how I didn't really have an option. So I ended up going to Cal Poly San Luis Obispo. Had a roommate. He was awesome. Sean, if you're listening to this, what's up, bro? But, but I went to classes for three days, and I was like, why am I here? And I left within a week of going to college. So yeah, I'm a college dropout. (laughs) Now, let me just take a minute to say this. I'm not for college and I'm not against college. My opinion is everybody's different. And if you are going into debt to go to college, I would challenge you to really think about your decision. And we'll just leave it at that. We can talk about college in a later episode. Okay, so I get back and my parents are like, okay, now what? And I ended up going to a junior college, which 
I ended up failing because I didn't want to do it. But at the same time, this is when social media comes in. So a lot of you guys already know, but one of my best friends was Anthony Rojas. And he has played a huge part in my life. And if you don't already know, and if you guys don't know, he actually passed away last year. He got shot at a movie theater. But I am forever grateful for Anthony because he is actually the one who got me on social media. So without him, none of this would be possible. So I remember him calling me this one day and telling me you need to start social media. And this was when he was doing really well on TikTok. So I was like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm going to start doing it. Ended up starting with some fitness content on TikTok. And I just started posting and and posting every single day. And I actually got some traction. I had some videos go viral, went to like 5,000 followers, 10,000 followers. My Instagram started growing. I'm like, whoa, like, bro, you were right. And then Anthony found this. And then Anthony started doing Omegle videos. And then he told me, he's like, bro, you need to do this. Like, these are doing really well. Like, you could do really well. So then I started doing Omegle videos. And I'm sure a lot of you guys know about the Omegle videos. If you don't, Omegle is like an online chatting app where essentially you click a button and it randomly matches you with someone. So I would do funny skits. And that was kind of the start of my social media career was when I started doing Omegle skits. And then Anthony would come over for the longest time. For hours upon hours, we would film Omegle videos and we would do skits. And I remember during that time, him and I had this camaraderie of wanting to kill it on social media and become famous. And we had this vision and no one else believed in us really at all. And we shared this mutual passion of wanting to show everyone around us that we could do this despite no one really being there to support us. And I know for a fact that without him, like I said, you wouldn't even probably know me. I don't know where I would be without him. Fast forward like six months. And at that point, I was think I was posting four to six times a day for the first, yeah, like maybe eight to 12 months of my social media career. So it was a lot. But I was just so committed to making this work. And at the same time, I was still going to this JC, which I failed two semesters in a row. And I don't even want to talk about the conversations I had with my parents. It was hard, but I'm sure you guys know what happens next. Anthony met this girl named Hadley on Omegle. And it was actually Christmas of 2020. I remember he was sitting on a chair in my room. I was in like a Santa outfit and he was in an elf outfit. And he opened up my laptop to film right before we went out to like a Christmas party. And he ended up meeting this girl and he posted about it and it went viral. And he decided to make it a series. So I thought, hmm, I think that's a good idea, bro. I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to go and soul search on Omegle. So as you know, I ended up finding Sid about six days later. And the rest is really history. Now, let's rewind a little bit because I know that went pretty fast. So right after college, I forced myself into a situation where I needed to find something that worked. I knew that it wasn't for me. And I was extremely fortunate that Anthony thought of me when he started his journey on social media. I was super consistent posting every single day, so many times a day that it was kind of psychotic. And Anthony was right there with me and we were just grinding it out together. We started doing Omegles. We started going viral and he met Hadley. I met Sid and then he started really venturing into singing. And that was his passion. He was an amazing, amazing singer. One thing I forgot to add is that during that journey, him and I actually got to go live in LA together in a content house. And it was like a $6 million house. It was beautiful. And I just think back to, there's this one moment when I was with Anthony and we were in the orange circle, which is a place somewhat near my house where there's food and there's things to do. And we were sitting in his car one night and this was during the peak of when we were growing kind of during that Christmas time that I told you guys that story about with, with Hadley. And a little bit later when I met Sid, I remember sitting in the car with him and we told each other, no matter what, no matter who does well, we're always going to take care of each other. We're always going to bring each other up. 
if he wins, then he's going to support me. If I win, I'm going to support him. And I haven't really told anyone this, but Anthony and I went through a rough patch in LA and we kind of stopped talking for a little bit once we left. And I remember that two days before he passed away, he ended up calling me and I remember exactly where I was. I was in my car driving down PCH near the beach house during summer and he was in Hawaii and he was about to fly back and I believe it was on a Wednesday. He was in Hawaii with his family and he called me and he said, hey bro, I'm so sorry for how I've been being and and I want to make up and I really would love your help to help me get back on my feet on social media and I want to learn more about the business side of things and I told him, you know what bro, absolutely no problem. I feel the same way. I haven't been perfect and I would love to help you and I would love to start hanging out again and I don't know if that was God intervening. I don't know if you believe in the universe, whatever you believe in, but I believe there was some divine intervention there because someone knew, maybe God knew that he was going to leave us a few days later. And I just know if I didn't get that closure, I don't know what would have happened because it just changed my perspective on life. And that was that social media aside, you can never leave someone on a bad note. And him and I were just the most competitive individuals ever. And we were always racing to be the best and I loved him so much and I still do. And I'm so grateful I got to talk to him one more time. And we had that closure because, you know, we've been brothers ever since the beginning of high school. We started actually playing soccer together freshman year and we've been best friends. So I don't know if I added that as well, but him and I have been friends for a very long time and played soccer together. And I guess this kind of went on a tangent and it was a lot more about Anthony, but I'm sure you guys really love this story. And I wanted to talk a little bit about him because whatever I'm building is partly his because without him, I wouldn't even be here. And that definitely includes this podcast. Anyways, guys, to bring things full circle, I wasn't always the coal that you see here today. And I still have a little bit of that coal in me for sure, even if I don't show it. I want you to know that it takes time to change as a person. And if you're someone now who you don't want to be, that's okay, because it's going to take lots of time, effort and actions to become that person that you want to be. And if that is a social media influencer, it's going to take time. This whole process took me two to three years and I'm still learning and I'm not perfect, but I'm here to share all my experiences with you guys and and be completely honest. And I want you to know that becoming a social media influencer is not the easiest thing. You're gonna get a lot of judgment, especially in the beginning. Not a lot of people are gonna support you, but you need to believe in your vision because that's all that matters. You need to be willing to put in the work every single day for a long period of time if you want to really do this, guys. But that's it for today. If you guys enjoyed this podcast, if you got value out of it, please go ahead and post it to Instagram and then tag me in it and I'll repost my story. And if you have any feedback, DM me on Instagram. I'd love to take some of your questions, some of your topics. This podcast is for you. So please let me know how I can serve you guys. Much love. I'll catch you tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. The reason I'm doing this podcast is so I can help you find success on social media through the lessons I've learned so far. Make sure you guys are following the podcast because together we can spread these industry secrets to positively impact as many people as possible. Much love, guys. See you tomorrow.